So what does 12 years in business as a work from home mother look like? It's been an up and down journey for me over the last 12 years, but as at the 1st of January 2021, I celebrated 12 years in working for myself in a business that I absolutely love. And on today's podcast, I want to share with you a little bit of what that journey looks like and what my recipe for success is to help you build a and grow a profitable and sustainable business. So let's go to the show. Here's today's episode of Making It Like a Mother. Welcome to the Making It Like a Mother podcast. I'm your host, Anne Murphy, mother, wife, business coach, CEO, and entrepreneur of my own businesses, one of which I've been running since 2009 from when my children were aged four and two. Let me help you on your journey to a successful and profitable online business while juggling home, family, business, and you. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Anne Murphy and welcome to another episode of Making It Like a Mother. I thought I'd uh, share with you a little bit of my journey um, of being a, an entrepreneur and in a business that I love working from home, which just celebrated its 12th year of business. And it's a little bit hard to comprehend. Honestly, I celebrate every day as a blessing, but there's something about um, that anniversary that comes around on the 1st of January when I first hit publish on a blog post 12 years ago that I think is worth celebrating. And I wanted to share a little bit of the behind the scenes with you today on what um, 12 years in business as a work from home mother looks like and how it can encourage you to keep going and not to give up because it is totally possible. So I'm going to uh, just go through my journey um, some of it might be a little bit confronting, I suppose, but it's um, an honest review of uh, what my life looked like and how it did have uh, an indirect effect on my, my business, I suppose. But with putting some simple systems in place for my business, it allowed it to keep growing when there were times when it probably probably didn't get the, d- the attention that it deserved And as you know, even without running a business from home, being a mother is a pretty tough gig and a full-time gig. So um, I was very lucky that I was able to keep this going through some of those challenging times in my life. So um, back on uh, 1st of January 2009, I hit publish on a blog post where I was um, using blogger.com to um, host my new blog called Domesplicity and Domesplicity came about <clears throat> because I wanted to create a space or an online space to record all of the basic recipes that I was cooking for my children, all of the little home hints and tips that they might find useful for when they, they left home and back in my day my um, mother and grandmother used to write these things down on pieces of paper or or on an exercise book for me but in the digital age and I had a desktop computer that I didn't really know what 
I could do with it. Like I had used computers all my life, so I know how it worked. But back in 2009, it was like everyone was getting a, a colour TV for the first time in their homes by having a home computer. And it was one of those old dial-up computers that you had to um, dial into the telephone line. And I guess I was using the computer to sell a few things on eBay, clothes that the children had grown out of, a few um, knickknacks and things like that. But um, I don't even know how I came across it. But I came across a couple of other blogs. And I, I think I even had to Google what blog meant. And Google really back then wasn't even a big thing either. I think I was using AltaVista to, to, to do um, internet searches. So um, I found a couple blogs and I thought, oh, this is interesting reading. This is exactly what I do, whether it was about homemaking or cooking or organising. And I thought, wow, um, I wonder if this would work for what I wanted to do in sharing my recipes for my children. So that's what I did. And I thought of a word or I was trying to think of a name uh, for my blog and I just kept coming up with the idea of domestic bliss. I wanted to create um, an image for my children that they w could find domestic bliss as well because I've always loved homemaking. Even um, when I first moved out of home as a, in my late teens, I loved the thought of, you know, mum was such so strict with us in doing what things a particular way in our home as far as organising and cleaning goes. But... Um, when I had my own place, I could have it my own way and I really loved homemaking. And I always wanted to be a mother and always have the two combined. So I was always trying to think of a word around domestic bliss. And then I just kind of, I did a bit of brainstorming, I guess, on a piece of paper and came up with domesticity, which is, um, I guess, after 12 years, it's a state of mind that I'm trying to get all of my followers and fans to achieve and obviously have been succeeding after 12 years. So that's how the name came about. And it was just a matter of taking a picture. I'm not a photographer by any means. I would take a picture of whatever I baked or cooked. I didn't style the photo in any way. And um, I think I invested in a digital camera after a while, but uh, I don't even know what camera I was using back then. But there's no smartphones around back then. So anyway, that's how it started. And after a couple of months, it was only a couple of months because blogger.com is owned by Google. And there's uh, a way on blogger.com where you can follow people. And someone followed me and I went, oh, what's this about? I don't didn't even know you could get people to follow and I thought, well, this is good. And then more people followed and more people followed. And they used to comment on my posts. And I thought, this is really nice. And then the same people kept coming back week after week. And I still know them after 12 years. I've met some people in person, some from overseas, some locally, some interstate. And it's just been a marvellous journey, if for nothing else, to, um, irregardless of making any money from it, just having um, the ability to reach out to so many people all over the world that have a common interest or they, they like what you're saying and they, they can get value from what you're saying. 
I think is the thing that has kept me going all this time and what really lights me up. I, um, as far as the children go, I think a couple of times um, as early teens, my daughter might have um, looked for a recipe on my website already. But they'll be able to look at this forever and, you know, be able to search for recipes and hints and everything else. So they were only aged four and two when I started. And my son, who was two, was such a handful. Honestly, if you could see the boy he is now at 14 compared to when he was two, he was a real handful. So um, I didn't have a lot of time on my hands, so I might have had um, three different posts ready to write about like I might have cooked three different meals or baked something and then made two meals so I never ran out of content I was always able to have a lot of content to post about but not a lot of time but not knowing a lot about blogging I was always just trying to get it out there as quick as possible because there's something quite addictive about when people are showing up that you want to just keep offering them more and more and more and so that that went on for a while and then I think I started joining some bloggers groups local bloggers groups and um, that was okay it was good to put faces to names and I'm still very much friends with a lot of these people today but I definitely found that there was a real click if you like in um, some blogging circles and I felt that it might have been a bit of my insecurity but I just always felt that because I wasn't in that clique that I wouldn't um, be as successful as what I turned out to be but I soon um, put that aside and um, the, don't get me wrong it, it gave me some wonderful opportunities uh, throughout the last 12 years to be in some of these um, blogging circles or blogging um, groups but no one wanted to share anything um, there was no such thing really as business coaches I don't believe there was anything such a thing as uh, business coaching for um, bloggers or um, people who wanted to start up a business so I really didn't even know what I needed to know I didn't know um, that you could use social media to share your content I didn't know anything about SEO or was even SEO a thing back then. All I knew was that I had to, that I was posting from an authentic place. My photos were real. My words were, were my own. Um, people kept coming back for more. I actually soon um, learned about linky parties and there was quite a few big name bloggers hosting linky parties and sometimes some of my blog posts would be featured on these linky parties which drove in a lot more traffic and you know I started to grow more and I started I created my own linky party called thriving on Thursdays if you don't know what a linky party is um, I think they're still around but um, bloggers from all over the world would come and link up their posts to a um, embedded app I guess you could call it um, on your website where they would post a picture and a link to their post and it could generate quite possibly generate a lot of traffic back to your website so I think I got up to about 200 linky parties so that's a, one linky party per week so um, 
well over two years of hosting my own linky parties, 52 weeks in a year. Um, well, it's four years. What am I talking about? Um, so well over four years of hosting my own linky party. And it was a lot of work besides trying to create my own content, then host the linky party. And then you'd have to uh, reply to comments and then you'd have to pick your three best um your, your three favorite posts from that week and share them the following week so some nights I you know I was committed to it so I would sometimes be up till very late making sure that I, that was all prepared and ready to go out the next day on the Thursday so um, that's what I did to start to generate a lot of traffic but I didn't really know about ads either ads was the thing that I thought I soon found out that you could actually generate money from and you know I didn't kind of um, gather that the two were associated with each other but in order to earn money from ad revenue you had to have a lot of traffic coming to your website so I um, installed Google ads and um, you know not not a very good um, return I guess but after three years I actually um, earned 100 US dollars which was really great I thought because being in Australian dollars it was more like 150 dollars I thought gee you know three years it took me to get that I, I wonder if I could do it again in another three years and I thought no hang on there's got to be more ways to making money from from this um, online business I still didn't lose that passion that passion for creating content sharing about my day the children were still very much my my priority and I always fit in what I could uh, one thing that I did um, find very early on and it was around 2010 was because Google wasn't really around um, back in those days but if I was searching the internet for a recipe I would save it to my favorites in my internet browser and being a cook and a baker and loving to do crafts and activities with the kids I'd find a lot of inspiration on the TV but sometimes if I was just sitting at this dial-up computer of mine I would search for a recipe or look for ideas and I would start saving them to my favorites on the computer and then I found out about I don't even know how I found out about it but I found out about a platform called Pinterest and back then you had to uh, find uh, you had to be invited by someone so I don't know who I reached out to to ask for an invite and I got accepted and I thought wow this is the perfect platform for me to save all my recipes that I find on the internet all my crafts or anything that I wanted anything that I found on the internet I could pin it to a board a recipe board a craft board so it appealed to my OCD and I could organize everything I found on the internet and then something just clicked one day and I thought well hang on there are recipes that other bloggers have written from all around the world why don't I start pinning my own content and that's when I started to see huge spikes in my traffic all the way back in 2010 now in 2021 with over 440 million monthly users of the platform it is becoming one of the fastest ways to grow traffic to your website by posting your own um, content 
and that's what I help with all of my coaching clients. I, you know, I, I love being on social media, sharing my business and um, promoting myself and offering value and getting to um, get people to know me and find me and find out what I do. But Pinterest for me will always be something that is, um, I shouldn't say very dear to me, but I guess it gave me that that leg up or that confidence to see um, big numbers start coming to my website. And, you know, back in those early days, I'm talking about posts go, going viral with 10,000 clicks a day, um, unique visitors to my website every single day, just over simple recipes. So um, setting up that solid foundation for me was very, very important. And that is the number that is one of the reasons, uh, one of the things in my uh, recipe for success is setting up that solid foundation. Um, having a website that is well optimized, that people are able to find your content, um, you're able to be found on Google. People can navigate your website really well, that they can find the information. They can follow you on other social media platforms and um you can get them to stay on your website longer by um, offering, um, you can set up different plugins and lots of different ways to ensure that your visitor's um, journey is for a long time on your website and that they can sign up to your um, emails and become an email subscriber. And you can imagine 12 years on, I've got um, thousands and thousands of subscri subscribers who have again become close friends and they email me every month when my monthly newsletter goes out so it's been a really really great journey as far as that concern but um, things didn't always um, go to plan in my personal life this was something that I was very passionate about as well as being um, passionate about caring for my children but in 2010 my husband um, at the time landed a bombshell I, I kind of thought some of his behavior was a little bit odd he was going out at 11 o'clock at night he said I've just got to get out of the house for a minute and you know he just didn't handle parenthood well at all um, and me probably being a little bit naive didn't think much about it but the day before my daughter was supposed to start her first day of school which was a really momentous occasion because we all remember our first days of school he tells me that he's been having an affair and he's leaving. So um, my first thought was, my God, who else would have you? But I thought, seriously, your daughter's first day of school, I was just distraught. I don't think, it, like, I have the benefit of hindsight now, but I don't think I was distraught that the fact that he was leaving, it was more like, oh, my God, my I'm going to be um, raising children on my own. I'm going to, um, they're going to come from a broken home. I've, my parents were never divorced. I guess I'm old fashioned in that regard. His parents were never divorced. And there's all just a lot of things happening and um, a very, very tumultuous time. I didn't know anything about welfare. I didn't know anything about um social services what how what what services were available to me anyway for some cut a long story short um some months later i 
took him back because obviously the woman that he was having the online affair with eventually met him and decided no um, he wasn't for her which I wasn't surprised but I, I mistakenly took him back and I guess it was just doomed not to um, last so um, two years later in 2012 again the day before my son started school another momentous occasion he hit me with um, wanting to leave but this time I was ready for it I sort of thought oh that's a relief now let's put um, a solid plan into place for really setting myself up um, on my own to raise my children on my own etc etc and you know all along the blog kept going um, I kept creating that content as a hobby as a pastime I guess also during that time because of all the traffic and the stats that I was building up I was receiving a lot of product to review that was in my niche lots of food products um, I went on so many trips I ended cooking competitions I even got to test drive a car for a couple of weeks brand new car got free tickets for movies free um, airline tickets to go into state to, to review products lots and lots of opportunities there um, which I was really really grateful some were paid in cash um, which was really good as well but um, great great opportunities all throughout those early years of my blogging stage so 2012 in the January my um, ex-husband has left and I guess I started to feel a little bit depressed like you know what's wrong with me why can't I um, find someone that truly values me you know why aren't I worth some, um, being married to someone who truly cares for me and values me where's my self-worth what did I do wrong blaming myself even though I was so glad to get rid of this guy but um, my dear mum she was um, she always suffered nosebleeds all her life and it's there's some genetic condition that um, a, a hereditary genetic condition that she inherited from her father um, her brothers got it and my younger sister has it as well where they just have chronic nosebleeds for no reason and I think this may have affected her heart. So along, as she got older, um, she had a few heart um, complications. And one day she was out walking her dogs and she just fainted. And after a long process, um, it was decided that she should have a um, pacemaker put in. And that was at the end of 2011. And we were all, she was like in her late 70s. And we were all saying, oh gosh, there's no stopping her now. Because she was always quite fit. And healthy and active except for um, problems with a weak heart but the pacemaker didn't um, I guess give her the um, effect that it was supposed to she um, felt quite sluggish all the time and very tired and a month before she passed away in the March was my birthday and we went out as we normally do for um, morning tea and she could barely walk without being so um, puffed and tired and I kind of had a feeling that she was not well so um, it was 
would have been the 16th of March on the Friday, um, my sister called, my sister, younger sister lived with mum and said mum's just had a heart attack and she's been taken to hospital. So um, I was, the kids went to school and I um, went over there to the hospital to see her and we kind of made a bit of a joke about it and she said, oh, it's all, all okay, I'm going to be okay. And then I took the kids on the Saturday afternoon to um, see her and she again was very weak and could hardly walk without being really tired and puffed and she said look I'm just waiting for the doctors to um, give me the all clear and I'll, I'll go home I'll probably be home on Monday and we said oh okay and just said goodbye and then I stayed the night um, at my sister's place um, in case I had to go to the hospital again or whatever and then the phone rang at four o'clock in the morning and it was the doctor saying that mum had passed away she had a massive heart attack in her sleep so it was a very very hard time because I think there's been much, even though it's been a love-hate relationship with my mother she was very strict but you know I always um, loved her dearly but being of that generation there wasn't always a lot of love shown but I was just so distraught I th even just getting a little bit choked up now just remembering how hard it was um, you think that you can't you're never going to be able to live without your mother um, and when that moment comes oh sorry um, it's just like a, a definitive end um, I'd lost my father a few years um, prior to that um, in the early 90s from pancreatic cancer but I still always had my mum and yeah, you knew that it was going to happen one day, but I guess the day that when it does come, you're just not ready for it, especially when it was just so unexpected. So basically for two years after that, I was in a state of major depression. I have to admit that I was um, suicidal a couple of times and I had to reach out for 24-7 um, online support. Plus I also had... Um, regular visits to a psychologist that helped me get through it to help me see um, my self-worth to help me see um, that I was worthy of um, a good relationship to see that um, any conflict that I may have had with my mother um, was just what it was and how to move on how to um, find peace with living without your mother and today, you know, it's been um, nine years on. I still miss her at Christmas time and birthdays and think of it probably nearly every day, but um, it's still really hard and she's missed out on a lot of um, seeing the children grow up and they've missed out on all of those experiences that I had with my grandparents. So, but all along... Even though there was all this turmoil and all these struggles, I think maybe in 2012 I might have announced on my website that I was taking a break because I had some really um, hard work to do on myself. But through a lot of positive experiences for a lot of um, meditation and self-care, um, things really started to turn around and um, I just haven't looked back. So it was probably early 2014. Um, my girlfriend said, why don't you start dating again? Why don't you start going out? And I went, oh, 
I really couldn't. I'm I've found um, my fitness again that I've incorporated around the children. I've got myself fit and healthy, and um, life's really going great. Why would I want to do that anyway? I started going um, dating and. Uh, being on the wrong side of 50 the nightclubs just aren't the same anymore <laughs> so um, even though I, I found like my youth again and I went you know woohoo I'm out again and I'm dancing and drinking that only lasted a couple of months and then someone said why don't you try online dating and again uh, cut a long story short I met my husband who is the guy that I've always been looking for all my life I finally listened to the universe and um, took their advice that I am worthy of finding true love and being treated well as I have always done to my partners. So we got married in 2015. But again, um, the website kept going, um, the blogging kept going. I was recording my, my um, blog posts. I had established myself as an expert in my niche. People knew that because they kept coming back. They they relied on my word. They told me they, they loved my tips. They loved my ideas. Um, they invited their friends. Um, my recipe for success, the first step, solid foundation. Build that solid foundation so that when unexpected things happen and times are tough, you know you've always got that solid, solid foundation there. If you can't um, post for weeks, at least you've got something like Pinterest that you could just do five minutes a day, once a week, to keep that traffic going. You've got um, well-written blog posts that are optimised that are going to be found on Google. Some of my recipes are still being found nine years later, 12 years later on Google that's still driving traffic. So the solid foundation was built. The second one, establishing myself as an expert in my niche it's what I'm passionate about it's what I love to do of course I know about it and of course I'm just going to keep sharing it and being authentic in what I share so 2017 I decided to uh, really step it up and register domesticity as a business an official business and um, declaring any income um, claiming taxes all that kind of thing and then I saw another level of um, increase to my income uh, I started to create more uh, products to sell I had been selling ebooks but I introduced drop shipping I also introduced a subscription box which I did for a couple of years I also created a custom-made um, planner and um, some of those things didn't work out as well as I could I think when you, you you've got to give these things a good red hot go but if they aren't um, producing the income for you and it's just costing you money it's time to put them on the side burner don't ever dismiss them maybe it could be um, another option again for the future so that was back in 2017 again um, the same recipe for success building the solid foundation establishing myself as an expert still producing content and then in 2019 I guess being on the interwebs as much as I um, had been I still kept seeing bloggers 
making the same mistakes, well, not necessarily making mistakes um, I did in the beginning, but just not knowing, just not knowing about the building the solid foundation, establishing yourself as an expert, creating a content plan, having a real vision for, for your success. Instead of just posting anything willy-nilly, instead of posting something you feel you have to post three times a week or five times a week. All of these things that I learned in my, along my journey, I've still seen bloggers making those same mistakes. So I decided to start coaching. I had employed a coach um, myself and um, learned a lot of things about coaching and thought, again, you know, I have 23 years uh, business experience working um, in corporate learning systems, learning new computer systems, any new computer system, I could pick it up really easy in my 23 years of uh, working in corporate. It's just something that was so easy to transfer all that skills and knowledge to coaching. And when I started, I um, met amazing bloggers back in 2019 who wanted to do the same thing as me, who wanted to, I guess, skip that first three years of trying to work things out on your own and learn about Pinterest, learn about social media marketing, email marketing, keyword research, how to get found on Google, all of these things I knew nothing about. And that's what I um, set out to do and have also developed that into a successful business too. So I'm not sure which is my side gig anymore because I still do both. I still love domesticity and have introduced... Um, a new challenge again this year which is keeping me on my toes but also still coaching amazing online business owners so um, and I love being busy so and I've got the time I've got the time on my hands now with having teenagers in the house so I'm able to do um, a lot more with my time so 2021 is just going to be the same old same old I've got that solid foundation I've got that um, established um, component of my um, framework that I am establishing myself as an expert as a homemaker and as a business coach for bloggers and for online business owners and also I um, the third uh, thing in my recipe for success is drive and that is driving traffic because having a million followers on Instagram or Facebook is nothing if people aren't going back to your website where all of your offers products and services are you need to drive all of those people back to your website so getting likes on Instagram posts getting new followers means nothing if people aren't taking action and heading back to your website where all the good stuff is so that's it for today I really want to thank you I'm sorry that I got a little bit choked up I didn't think that I would um but yeah, I still miss mum every day and I, I know that she's near. I know that she's proud and dad too. You know, he's been gone quite a few years as well. But it's just the way it is. And um, as I get older, I think I'm trying to say things to prepare my children for the inevitable, but they don't want to know about it. But um, I guess, yeah, building a little bit of resilience, I suppose, and knowing that grief is something that you have to work through um, regardless. It's not the end of the world. Life will go on. Uh, but you'll never forget these um, loved ones like your 
parents and grandparents. So that's it for me. I've gone over a little bit longer than I would have liked. Thanks very much for joining me today and I'll catch you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to today's podcast on making it like a mother. You know you can subscribe to uh, listen to every episode and never miss an episode by going to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or your other favourite podcasting platform or head to the nlmurphy.com website and follow the link to the podcast and you'll find all the episodes there. Thank you.